For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, 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 what up, what up, though? You are listening to I'm Probably Right, and I'm Reggie Watkins. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. My man Kevin Cleland's running the boards, producing, engineering. Kevin, what's cracking? How you doing, brother? Reggie, I am doing fantastic. I was uh, just setting up uh, a GoFundMe uh, page for, um, I got an email from the Rams that said I could buy a copy of the Super Bowl ring, which was announced. And it'll only cost me 20 grand. <laughs> 20 grand so you can look like you played for the Rams. Exactly. Because you know that's what somebody's going to do. You know somebody's <laughs> going to do. Somebody out there is going to raise this money to get that ring, and they're going to be in all the clubs talking about, yeah, you know, I was playing with them. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I caught a couple of passes. I'm going to grow a beard and look like Cooper Cup. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it, I can't. I wish I could see this ring, and it's the exact, it's exact replica, exact same ring. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. for twenty grand, and they're pushing that people can buy that. Yeah, inside the, it's like a two little stage thing, and inside is SoFi Stadium in the middle of the ring with a lot of diamonds all around it. Wow, that is fantastic and very <laughs> fraudulent coming for somebody soon. I can't wait to see the stories. See, you know somebody's going to be on TV or on TMZ talking about, girl, he scammed me. He scammed me. He told me he played for the Rams. He had the ring and everything. Oh, man, I can't, I can't wait to see this. Uh, this week we are going to talk about the MLB All-Star Game, my takeaways from it, and Mookie Betts' T-shirt. But first up. So the NFL offseason quarterback carousel just keeps on a turning. And uh, the latest quarterback to get paid today was uh, Kyler Murray. Actually got paid yesterday. We recorded this on a Friday. Kyler Murray, uh, the Arizona Cardinals, got paid. Got the bag is what the young kids say. Uh, reportedly signed a new extension that takes him through 2028 and is worth $230.5 million dollars. Which makes him uh, with an average salary of, I believe, 46, uh, $46.1 annually. That has him as the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL behind Aaron Rodgers. $160 million of it is guaranteed. And I, I hate talking about this money like this because I'm in these people's pockets. And I hate when they, they show us what these deals are because it's kind of like a reality show. They just want us to get all, all hyped up and amped up about, oh, all this money and he don't deserve this money. And who deserves this money? Yo, you deserve what somebody's willing to pay you. You are worth what somebody's willing to pay you. And the Arizona Cardinals seem to think that Kyler Murray is worth $230.5 million with $160 million guaranteed. And I don't think so. I'm sorry. I do. I, yo, you're worth what somebody's going to pay you, but damn it, I'm not paying no 5'10 quarterback all that damn money. And, and it sucks because this is where these teams end up. 
It's the, the the Cardinals are here right now. Hell, uh, the 49ers were there with Jimmy Garoppolo a couple years ago, and we're going to talk about him. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys were there with Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, my homie. We ain't going to talk bad about Dak Prescott because me and Dak, got a, we got a commercial coming out soon. So, Dak, what up if you're listening, dog? I feel you. Um, but this is where these teams end up. What are you supposed to do? You've got a Pro Bowl-level quarterback. Kyler Murray's been to the Pro Bowl twice. And, you know, you know the Pro Bowl is, is it's not what it used to be because you got people who opt out. The players who are in the Super Bowl, none of their quarterbacks are playing in the Pro Bowl at all. So you get these replacements. So Kyler Murray can mess around and be a replacement for somebody, right? And this year alone, we already saw him miss a couple of games because uh, of ankle. Last year, he missed some games. This year, he only put up 24 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Not great numbers, but... What are the Cardinals supposed to do? They either pay their Pro Bowl quarterback, who they've invested all this capital in, who they've drafted with the number one overall pick, who has steadily increased their win total every year he's been there. They went from five wins his rookie year to eight wins his second year to uh, 11 wins his third year. You got to pay the man. I mean, there's nothing else you can do. You either pay him or... You don't. You have a disgruntled quarterback who's sitting there, or, or you franchise tag him, right? Um, when his when his deal is up, you franchise tag him. But his deal wasn't up; they extended him. So you either pay him or you don't. And then you don't pay him. You got an upset dude on your squad. You don't want the leader of your team to be you know ornery. You don't want him to be angry. So you got to either pay him or not. And when if you don't pay him, then you're willing. You're you're risking having to trade the guy. Or him sitting out and not showing up to camp. And you just sit in there and you don't have anything. And that's where these teams are at. Kyler Murray isn't great. He's not a top. I don't even think Kyler Murray's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. I, I don't believe that. Not even top 10. But he's being paid as the number two quarterback in the NFL. And I know people say that. that well, all the money. It's the contracts. The next guy up is going to get paid. But damn, somebody's got to take a stance, right? Because otherwise, all the Cardinals are doing and what the Cowboys are doing and what what um what the, the Browns are doing, the Browns did it to the highest level, is fucking up the game for everyone else. And when I say fucking up the game for everyone else, you're fucking up the game for all these other organizations who don't have these great quarterbacks and know they don't have great quarterbacks. But when you are paying these non-great quarterbacks like they're great, then these other dudes got to get paid like they're great too. And so Deshaun Watson, who is, I think he's a dope. I definitely think he's a top 10 quarterback when last seen. But when you go and you give him all that, his entire contract is guaranteed. When you do that, you have set the market for everybody coming after him. And why would a team do that? Because they're the Browns. And the Browns are a team that has to do things like that because who the hell wants to come to Cleveland? They had to guarantee him all the money in the world, offer him Disneyland, Disney World, uh, a pie in the sky. They had to give him everything to get that man to want to come to Cleveland. And they did. And now the rest of the league is going to pay for it. So Arizona has to pay Kyler Murray or they're going to start all over again. And when you're in the draft, you're looking for a Kyler Murray or better. They already have Kyler Murray. So they, they want to go back to the drawing board and try to find another Kyler Murray? No, nah, we'll just pay this cat and, and see what happens. But he's too small for me. Too small, uh, not durable enough. I just don't think he changes life enough for you. And at the end of the day, man, 5'10", what, maybe like a buck 90? That dude is like one of Aaron Donald's thighs. Like, how are you How are you paying a dude who you're going to have to see Aaron Donald twice a year might crush this man? 
know what I'm saying? Any, anybody might crush this little man out there playing quarterback. Now, he is dynamic. He runs around. He's a, he's a, he's a good runner. He's a good passer. But at the end of the day, man, we saw that game against the Rams uh, in the playoffs, and he just didn't look like he could be that dude for you. And at the end of the day, it comes down to can you be that dude or are you not? Dallas Cowboys had the same thing. You got Dak Prescott putting up great numbers when it don't matter, but when it does matter, he can't get you the numbers and couldn't get you the points. But what else are the Cowboys going to do? You ain't going to run a who's, – who's the boy out there, Connor? Connor or whatever? You ain't running Connor out there. You're going to put Dak out there. You're going to put your Pro Bowl player out there, the guy that you drafted hoping to find a Pro Bowl player. He turned into a Pro Bowl player, so you're going to pay him. And now next up is Lamar Jackson. We've been talking about him for weeks. What is he going to do, right? Because if Kyler just got this, Lamar's got to get more than that. If Deshaun Watson got that, Kyler – I mean, Lamar's got to get at least that. I mean, Lamar is an MVP. Deshaun Watson ain't no MVP. Kyler Murray ain't no MVP. Like, that, there has to be some kind of hierarchy here. And I guarantee Lamar's people are like, yo, okay, we ain't taking a dollar less than this. We ain't taking a dollar less than that. That is the market. It's been set because everybody else fucked up the game for everybody else. And then this week, uh, the 49ers, my team, just gave Jimmy Garoppolo's agents a chance to seek out a trade. Good luck. Ain't nobody trying to trade for this dude. We're going to end up with the same thing that the Browns got for Baker Mayfield. Maybe a fifth, maybe a sixth rounder, because everybody already knows who and what this dude is. Jimmy Garoppolo is a dude who, Jimmy Garoppolo, people always, and they love bringing up the, the wins. He's a he's won 30 games as a starter. He's 30 in like 13. Dog, stop doing that for quarterbacks. It's a team game. Jimmy Garoppolo is on the bus. See, Jimmy Garoppolo is a dude who's, he ain't driving the bus. He's the dude on the bus with his hand outside the windows poking holes in the tires. He is on the bus barely holding on, making the bus have to pit stop every time to fix something because he can't keep them going. That's why they traded the future and mortgaged all those damn draft picks to get Trey Lance. The time is now. Jimmy Garoppolo's got to go. I don't want to hear people. People, I've been watching analysts all week talk about, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo leaves. The 49ers aren't going to be in as good a position. Why? They, they, they won last year with Jimmy Garoppolo being an average quarterback, not being able to scramble, making terrible plays in the playoffs. What? What? Why can't Trey Lance do that? Why can't he do that while also being Trey Lance and being athletic? It's not that hard to be an average quarterback with some athleticism. Trey Lance can at least be that, and 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 we're saying at least that. If he hits his potential, oh my God. So Jimmy Garoppolo, good riddance. It's been real. Deuces. Please be gone. I hope they can get a fifth-round pick. Man, I will take a ham sandwich with no cheese and no chips for Jimmy Garoppolo. If somebody would just get that salary up out the paint. Get it up out of here because the 49ers got people to pay. They still got to pay Bosa. They still ain't paid Debo Samuel yet, which is high priority, number one. Better get that dude paid because if he ain't he ain't there playing, then Trey is going to have a hell of a, a tough time with the offense, right? Debo is the one dude that you cannot replace on that offense. They need him. Trey Lance needs him. They need to get him signed. They need to get Jimmy Garoppolo the hell up out of Dodge. I'm probably right. We'll be back after the break.
So the Major League Baseball All-Star Game was this week. Did 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 you watch it, Kevin? Uh, I I caught part of it. I did not watch the whole thing. No. Yeah, yeah. I tuned in to watch a little bit. I'm I'm a baseball fan. I'm not a baseball fanatic, right? I I tune in for the playoffs because I think playoff baseball is amazing, riveting. Like it's some of the best. You know, you then you really watch the managers make their substitutions and their changes and their their batting. Oh, the lineups. I love playoff baseball, but regular season baseball, eh, whatever. MLB All Star Game. Sometimes that can be real fun. You know, I remember the moments where you know. uh one of the lasting moments for me was Barry Bonds hitting a home run and Tory Hunter, Tory Hunter, uh, Hunter grabbing it out the stands, and then him running back to the dugout and Barry Bonds running and bear hugging and picking him up. Yeah, I remember fun times like that. And ironically, as I say that, I'm talking about two black players that I remember fondly: Barry Bonds and Tory Hunter. Uh, this week at the MLB All Star Game. Uh, they had uh, Denzel Washington came out and gave a a, a great little speech and a, and a talk um, about Jackie Robinson and honoring Jackie Robinson and what he meant for the game of baseball. And I think baseball has done a great job with uh, honoring Jackie Robinson and doing all that they do every season to try to keep him at the forefront. Um, and what's behind most of that is trying to keep black players in baseball to get black players in baseball from, from the outside looking in, that's what, that's what it's about. Um, at the all-star game, Mookie Betts, who is an, uh, black player, uh, former, uh, ML, oh, AL MVP in 2018 with the Boston Red Sox. And currently, uh, a six time, uh, all-star plays for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, before the game, he was on the field wearing a shirt that said, we need more black people at the stadium. And it went viral and it got people to talking and and it really sparked a lot of debate about, you know, what's up with the with black attendance at baseball games and what's up with black people in baseball in general. Um, this year, the percentage of black players is seven point two percent. They were there was seven point two percent of black players on opening day rosters for the MLB. That is down from seven point six percent last year. And every year it gets smaller and smaller. And baseball, you know. They try. They, they've got a thing called Reviving Baseball in Inner Cities, and it's called RBI, right? And what they've do, done is tried to partner up with, with inner cities to get more players, you know, uh, and they say inner cities. Well, really, they mean black people, but, but minorities, to play baseball and give them equipment and give them chances to play and do things like that. But it just hasn't been working. And I don't know what the solution is, but I know what isn't, right? And what isn't is... The way that baseball kind of lords over how the game is supposed to be played. You know, you you've got these these old guard players and these old guard rules where you don't you're not supposed to celebrate the home runs, you're not supposed to you know, mean mug people. You know, dude, that is all part of entertainment. Right? It, it, nobody's coming there just to see you hit the ball, run, throw the ball, catch the ball. That is not it. That is why baseball is waning in popularity. Every year it used to be America's game. Now it's just a game America plays. You got people who are mad at guys for for jumping after home runs, for pumping their fists in the air. Then they want to they want to hit them when they come back to the plate, right? We need to get rid of that stuff, man. We the, baseball needs to legislate that out of the game. Bring in the entertainment, 
and bring I mean, hell. We've got all these Latin players who come over here, and when you watch those those cats play in uh, in Latin America and in Latin American countries, those dudes play with pizzazz. They're hitting home runs. They're doing the cha cha down the damn line. Like I would love to see that in MLB. That's one of the things that's messing up the game right now is the entertainment factor. It just isn't there. Also, do you know how much it costs to play youth baseball? I looked it up. The average cost of playing travel league baseball for youth is about $4,000 a kid per year. Who's got that extra money? I mean, the, the, the average median income, <laughs> I mean, average median income can't support inner, inner cities and minorities. Average median income can't support paying $4,000 for one kid to play some baseball. So it's become an elitist sport, right? It's become an elitist sport and it's become a, uh, majority sport because the majority makes m- most most of the money they can afford to have their kids play this game. And then when you don't have kids playing at a younger age, baseball is one of those games where you've got to start early. I played baseball and and t I played t ball and I played pony league when I was young. Right, I played until I was in the third grade. Stopped playing in the third grade, and I just wanted to play football and basketball. Why? Because those sports were entertaining. They were fun. They had all the big personalities. Even though when I was young, I remember watching, uh, you know, I remember watching Deion Sanders. I remember watching uh, Barry Bonds, my favorite player and the greatest baseball player of all time. Don't at me or even at me if you want to. We'll have the discussion. Tony Gwynn, uh, Ricky Henderson, right? Oh, my God. Like, I remember Daryl Strawberry, D- Dwight Gooden, all these dudes, so raw. Bobby Bonilla. Like, I remember watching all these players, but for some reason, it wasn't, it, it didn't pull me into the game the way that basketball and football did. Basketball and football were the glitzy games. It was the the entertainment factor. It was everything was going on. And, and hell, you play basketball, they had all the fans screaming, everybody's cheering, everybody's going crazy. It was so exciting. Baseball just didn't have that excitement for me. And when you take the time off, so from third grade, I didn't play from third grade until I became a senior in high school. I decided to go back out and uh, our baseball coach, because I was a quarterback in high school. Our baseball coach said, yo, uh, why don't you come out and um, throw the ball for a little bit, see if you can do some pitching or whatever and just play some catch with us. I got out there and I'm telling you, that ball was flying at me so fast. I, 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 I was... I swear I caught maybe two of the balls they threw to me. It was the learning curve had skipped me by. You cannot take that kind of time off. The game just passes you by. And so if you're not starting as a kid and keeping it going and keeping it going, it's not like football, basketball, where you could just, you could jump into those, those and learn those, right? You got to know the speed of a ball and you've got to be able to get, get out of the way of a ball that's coming at you before you could try to hit it. Like there's so much, you got to learn how to see a curve ball, know that it's actually coming at you, but it's going to sink, right? You've got to, you, you don't get any of that without learning and getting reps and it happens year by year. And what also happens year by year is those balls start coming faster every year because the guys get better and better and older and older and stronger and stronger and more specialized. So when you don't got the youth getting it as youth, then you miss out. And if they can't pay to play, they're not going to get there when they get older. They're not going to just jump into baseball. And then you've got the fact that baseball has the minor leagues, right? Who the hell wants to be on buses driving through Mobile, Alabama to play a game in front of 600 people, 700 people, 
right? Who wants to be in terrible motels sleeping while they're trying to find their way to get to the dream of playing baseball? Nobody wants that, right? Like, unless you are, you know, A-Rod or, you know, the, these, these big-time, Mike Trout, these big-time guys, you're not going straight to the league. They're not trying to option you up right away. You're going to grind your way through double-A uh, you know, double A and triple A, and that might take some time. You might not get to the majors till you're like 24, 25 years old. But in the NFL, in NBA, hell, the NBA, you could be in the NBA by the time you're 18, 19. And if you don't want to do that, you can go to the G League and get paid. NFL, by the time you're about 22, you could be in the NFL making that quick money and being a star right away, Right? It's just so much, and, and, and for especially for inner city or, or minorities who are coming to these games, coming to these sports, and don't have the, uh, the income, yo, they want to hit a lick quick. That's what they're trying to do. They're in this to hit the lick. You know, people say it's all about the love of the game. Yeah, the game is cool, but my bank account is cooler. And so I don't know what the, what the MLB does. I don't know what they do. If they ramp up this RBI even more and actually, you know, revitalize some fields. I mean, I can look around my neighborhood. There's a baseball field at the high school right around the corner. There's another baseball field at the other high school. But there's no real parks with baseball fields around me that I see. When I was growing up, I saw baseball fields all the time. So how much work is the MLB actually doing to make this happen? Do they really want it to happen? That's another question to ask validly. Do they really want black people in their sport? Because they did, they could. I mean, I read a report that, that in 1974, a guy wrote a report saying that MLB was in danger of losing black players in, in their league, and they did nothing about it. They really did nothing about it. In 1989 is when they started the RBI, the, the Re Reviving Baseball in Inner Cities. They went 15 years without really giving a damn about it. And they're paying for it now because you're not getting the best athletes in your sport. You're getting the athletes who can afford to play your sport. The best, best athletes are going to play basketball and football. There's just no way around it. Best guys are going to play basketball and football. So baseball has some work to do. They've got to figure out how to get black players back and get the most athletic players back. And they got their work cut out for them. But if they can do it, I mean, hell, man, if Zion Williamson played baseball, I would watch every game that dude played. I'd want to see him run around. I want to see him do anything on the damn baseball field. I love watching Mookie, Mookie Betts. I mean, I love watching Mike Trout. I love Shohei Otani. I love baseball. I think it's a great game. But they've got to do more to foster more inclusion and just more participation. I'm Reggie Watkins. You've been listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. My man Kevin Cleveland is running the boards, engineering, producing. Thank you so much, sir. We'll see you all next week. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.